It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo. Yo. Mook out, Rich. Bringing the bull. What's up, gents? Doing it, man. Trying to be like Mook out, Rich. Wait, what are you doing to be like Mook out, Rich? It. Eating burgers. That's success. Huh? That's success. That, that's, that's all I got. I agree. Cool. <laughs> Eating burgers. <laughs> There's really not much more to life, is there? Like, no. That's pretty much everything. Yeah. Not a bad, uh... So speaking of gastrointestinal issues, <laughs> this is starting thought, off on a great foot. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, question. So I was watching. There's this video where this announcer was on TV or whatever, and then like he ripped ass and then tried to cover it up. You know. Sure. So. So I was wondering, has, has that ever happened to you guys where, like, at an inopportune moment, you, like, I don't know, let one rip, and it's just like, damn, how do I play this off or anything <laughs> like that? You own it every time. You think so? Absolutely. Okay, Somebody so looks at you funny, you look right back in their eyes. <laughs> Weird them out. <laughs> what are they going to do? They've never farted. Come on. Oh, no. I, I'm not looking. It's one of the most... People are so judgmental about, you know, gas or passing gas, yet everybody does it. Right? Do they? I mean, I would think so <laughs> at some point. So, some more than others. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely true. <laughs> but have you guys ever been, like, in a meeting... Or whatever, and that's happened. I think my answer to this is, I'm sure it's happened. At the same time, when it did happen, I tried to forget that moment, and I <laughs> successfully have. Fair enough. Yeah, I can't think of a specific time, but again, I'm I'm sure it has, and I, <laughs> I would I would own it, right? Like I, I I'm not gonna hide that. Yeah. Who cares? It's happened to me a couple times in the gym, like when you're doing squats or like leg press. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every but, time. <laughs> yeah, but not like, I don't know, not like, uh, yeah, not like in a professional setting, I guess. Not like at a funeral or something. No. Oh. And just do it like my dog does. Uh, sometimes when he goes up the stairs, he farts on every step. And he just owns it. He's like, whatever. Farting on every step. Those are the best. <laughs> it's hilarious. Okay, so, uh, all right. So what's worse? Because, okay, so even if you haven't been in, the, in a situation where it did happen, where it came out, I think all of us have probably been in a situation where we've been holding it in. So which one is worse? Holding it in for a, an extended period of time because oh, yeah. you don't want that that's, to happen? That's way worse. Or actually just letting it go? That's way worse. Mentally. Like, if you I, rip it and get it done, then it's done. Yeah. You You move to another part of the gym or you... <laughs> I don't know what, but... You keep walking through the store, <laughs> right. but holding it in, it's it's miserable on you. Every movement. Yes. Right? You're like, oh, Your stomach yeah. starts getting upset. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone listening is probably like, oh, yeah, I remember this one time. I think <laughs> every dude could relate to that. But point. then you always got the one where, you know, you wonder a little bit, like, 
is, is something going to come out? Yes. Right? Like along oh, with yeah. this thing, and then you hold it in, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Just in case. Yeah. Can't trust it. No. Definitely not. Definitely not. So there you yeah. go. Random. That describes our people. podcast, right? We just get mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't hold Except that we're in. like more like diarrhea than fart. <laughs> it's like a whole hour. Yeah. <laughs> shitting yourself silly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. <laughs> You're ready to have your fucking ears polluted for the next hour. There you go. There you go. I I, I kind of wonder at points like you ever you ever watch an event uh it could be anything i mean sporting uh, music a tv show where it's so bad that you can't stop watching it like what how bad is the train wreck gonna be this week it's kind of how i feel when i watch the bears um (laughs) but you guys you guys know what i'm talking about like i wonder if that's the reason people listen it's like reality tv Mm mm-hmm you're like, how low can they go? Right. Oh, that's a new low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with it. Fair um, enough. Yeah. You want to dive into some topics? Do it. Or do you have more bodily function thoughts? No, I look at. I think we've all been there in one way or another at some point. I, no, I agree. Absolutely. It's very relatable. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's start with a question from our buddy Dom. I wonder if Dom listens or if he just sends these in. <laughs> uh, he says, advice for new cigar lounge employees. Ooh, that's a good question. That is. Um, the one thing... I would say is most not all most owners like are going to want you to make sure the place stays clean right so like if you see dirty ashtrays make sure you clean them if there's piss on the floor in the bathroom clean it up which is always the case in cigar cigar shop bathrooms mm-hmm. um just little stuff like that. Um, and then the number, probably besides cleanliness, and this actually may matter more uh, now that I think about it, but the most important thing is to go try to guide someone that enters your humidor. Don't be one of those people that half-asses an experience for a customer because, and I see it a lot with owners that are not as engaged in their business. And um, first of all, it's very hard to find good employees. Um, it's hard enough finding a good manager that you're paying a decent amount, I mean, not a lot, um, but they can make a living off of it. And, and and a lot of the shop owners now are starting to give um, profit sharing type stuff or whatever, which really makes a lot of sense and definitely incentivizes people. But um, when when the owner is not there, a lot of times employees will not be as engaged in the customer experience. So the reality is, man, if a guy's coming in for for a cigar, he shouldn't very rarely just or he or she should very rarely just walk out with one i mean if you're doing your job and you're hyping people they're walking out with at least two or three sticks if you're doing your your job consistently well that's not all the time and two or three that they'll love right if you're listening to them you only miss if it's something like that's completely out of their wheelhouse and you're using your own whatever 
Like if a guy comes in and he says, yeah, I really, I really, really love David. Oh, okay, you got to check out these Casa Garcias, right? But like if you're staying within a wheelhouse, man, and then you build that trust with the, with the customer, um, you're going to move cigars and people are going to trust you. And ultimately that's, that helps. Mm-hmm. Drew, what do you think? New cigar shop employee, what are you telling them? Uh, find a way to build relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to um, regulars and non-regulars, but your regulars so that you can maybe catch their name from their credit card next time, uh, you know, and and build that relationship. I think cigar shop, we talk about it all the time, but where you go and hang out with your buddies, that's all it's all relationships and building relationships with people. And if you build relationships with the, your customers, maybe, maybe they don't want to drive the extra time to go over there, but they're like, man, that guy's really cool to me. I'm going over there. He always suggests something Uh new. He always lets me know that he got something new in or that I was looking for. And they finally got in or whatever. And they're going to say, fuck it. I'm going over there instead of this other place that the people aren't friendly at all. I don't know. Relationships. Nope. A little customer service these days goes a long way. Mm. Nope. And if you build that relationship up, you see that credit card, remember the first four numbers. You see it again in the relationship, remember the next four numbers. <laughs> Eventually, you got yourself a little credit card. No? All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cow. <laughs> Uh, contrary to that opinion uh, right there, I would say my advice would be to treat everyone who comes into the door with respect and uh, at that point, you know, know your shit and you'll be fine. Right, because you help guide them to what they're looking for, treat them like they're good people and and after that everything takes care of itself. Yeah. And, And the reality is you don't even have to know your shit. If you don't know your shit, learn from somebody who does. Because uh, uh, the best sales guy that, that when I was managing the shop, the best sales dude was a dude that didn't even smoke cigars. But he would read and then look at like what we recommended and then he would he would just kill it. So Yep. You could definitely fake your way through it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Cool. All right. So there you go, Dom. If you're working at a cigar shop, there's there's your answers. All right, we got another question. NC6789 has several questions. Uh, he says, thoughts about seconds versus regular production cigars. You guys smoke seconds? Not that I know. Uh, no. There's your answer. None of us smoke them. Why don't you smoke seconds? Can you even buy seconds? Some stuff you can. Not a lot, but it's usually going to be like a bundle or something of seconds. That's a thing. I smoked some Roma Craft seconds when I went to to Nika Sueno, and they were they were great. I mean, I, but I can't really think of anything other than that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. If they're free, I'll smoke them. Otherwise, pass. Because mm-hmm. there's something wrong. Right, and that something may or may not impact my experience, but why? Why take the chance? Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, what about this one? Cigar bands. Do you ever do anything with them? I have not, but obviously a lot of people do. True. Um, I just have them sitting in some containers. So the answer is no. Same. I also have a pile of them that I don't do anything with. Yeah, they're just. Do you guys ever burn through them? Is that a thing you've ever tried? No, we talked about doing it, and I never did. All right, there you go. There's a bust on that one, Mister Six Seven Eight Nine. Um, he also wants to know how do companies like Small Batch offer such crazy discounts? Which I don't know if it's 
product placement for small batch or if he's genuinely wondering. Um, so that's a really good question. Uh, it's really it's really difficult to say because sometimes it could be the function of of they got a really good deal from a manufacturer. And this is not just small batch. This is going to be, this is kind of universal, right? Yeah, anybody. They get a really good deal from a manufacturer and whatever. Two, they just want to get rid of stuff <laughs> and don't care um, if it's closeout stuff, for example. And the last thing is um, there may be brands that they want to focus on and they want to move volume and they're willing to take less and move more. Right. Mm -hmm. So it really just kind of depends, man. There's really one answer to that. It'd be really not only, not only would it be website specific or store specific, but it would also be situation specific with, you know, what manufacturer, and you know whatever they're doing so like yeah mm-hmm. i was gonna add one more to your list which yeah. i think is a good list the other one i'd add is uh this isn't exactly true of small batch because they have a storefront but mm-hmm. online you know they're not they're not necessarily supporting a store so you don't have to factor in as much cost in you know rent sure. and making stuff look good it's, it's the advantage mm-hmm. of selling online right yeah Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, dude, I will say from from like my perspective, like I know, like I know, small batch will run specials on Patina, right? But they don't advertise that except to their customer like list, right? So it's not like it's not out there that that that's the price you could buy, and you can only buy it at those discounts at certain points like right when they're doing like their flash sales yeah and so i'm always combing and making sure that no one is discounting too much i think the last time i had to talk to somebody about it was probably two months ago or so but yeah they man, selling I mean, too cheap yeah they were discounting it a little too much you know standard acceptable online discount is about 10 percent uh, you don't piss off your brick and mortar customers. They get it. Um, it maintains the integrity of the brand and you can work with that. But when they start going deeper than that, it's, it's not good. It's not right. It's fair. All right. Um, his last question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we're answering this question. Have you ever smoked a cigar while doing the dirty? That's his question. Like banging. Like yeah, banging. All right. He he uh, didn't specify. You can pick anything dirty, as far as I'm concerned. Definitely taking a shit while smoking a cigar. <laughs> it's pretty dirty. That was last week. Yeah, I used to all the time. Still do. If I'm in a shop, take my cigar in there. Most of them have ashtrays next to the toilet. (laughs) In terms of the other one, no. I don't think I have. Sounds like a lot of... Logistics just sound weird. Yeah, a lot of of work. He's been watching too much Wolf of Wall Street, dude. Sounds like he's been watching a lot of porn. (laughs) That seems likely. The only fans came. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got on here. Uh, speaking of pornography, mm-hmm. buddy Viso Horny Tyler sent us some sort of weird pornographic dad joke and asked if I wrote it. And I mm-hmm. did not, Tyler. You're welcome. I did not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> So first of all, do you do you know what those New Balance six two fours are? No, I have no idea. Okay, so and I used to work at a shoe store in high school, and 
uh, freshman year of college, and there are these certain style shoes. Uh, there's one made by New Balance, which I think is the 600 series. Then there was these ones by Nike. They were called like the Air Monarch or something like that. So they're like these, these all white and navy blue, like all white shoes with navy blue accents. Um, and they're kind of like cross trainers, but really they're nothing more than walking around shoes for dudes that are like over 50. Yeah, they look like dad shoes. Yeah, the dad shoes, yeah. And, yeah, you wear them with jean shorts and a pocketed T-shirt, and you got the whole look going. Um, but, yeah, that, that I don't know if you want to call it a stereotype, but it's so fucking true. You used to see it all the time. I don't know what it is about those shoes. we got to ask a, we got to ask a dad, like, that age. Like, what is it about that? It's good for lawn mowing, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they're all white. Yeah. Get those. So you uh, gotta clean them. Get those. Apparently, they, it's like a power up for your grilling uh, prowess, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can instantly grill better? Apparently. All right, so before we get to more listener topics, I have a, a topic I want to throw in here. Um, mm. Did you guys see the Cigar Aficionado video of Arnold Schwarzenegger and his technique he learned in Mexico? <laughs> I did today. No, I didn't. <laughs> what is it? Uh, so he takes this little brush and dips it in tequila. No, it's, At least he uh, says he... he what's that's that? A, that's a uh, cedar spill. Oh, is it a cedar spill? Yeah. All right. I watched it with the sound off, so I might have missed some things. So he takes the spill, puts it in the tequila, and rubs it up against the cigar like a brush, right? Up and down the cigar, all around it, okay. covering the cigar in tequila, and then lights it up. Mm-hmm. What are your opinions of this practice? Now, he doesn't say he does this all the time. I, I, I don't think that's the intent. Uh, he also kind of dipped the uh, smoking end back in the tequila and then continued to smoke it. Yeah, like that's pretty After common. it was lit? Yes. The smoking meaning like where he puffs, yes. them, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, the yeah. cap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the foot when you described it. I was like, yeah. Yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he put it out in the tequila and then kept smoking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That that's uh that's a full pot as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I wouldn't I do that. Whatever. Not something I would do. You would never try it? No. no. I would not. Dip uh dip a cedar spill in some coffee and Rub it on your. Let's go buy a tobacco. <laughs> That's not the same. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. That that's something I would do. I don't. Know, yeah. You guys are you guys are more into. I mean, would you dip it in some bourbon? I'd give it a shot. Why not? Right. I don't know. Man. Okay, what kind of cigar though? I mean, dude, Arnold's not smoking like bundle sticks. What kind of cigar would you do it? You're gonna fuck up a good cigar. Eh, be fine. I'd try it with something decent. You gotta, gotta burn to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I'll just miss out on something. Who knows? So, speak. So to to kind of go along with, um, what what kind of tequila did he do it with? Cow? Uh, did it say or did it show? I don't think it showed. It was out of like uh, shot glasses. Yeah, or something. he he had it on there. Man, you didn't watch the video at all. Fuck. Well, what I kind did he use? Breeze through the video. Uh, once. Hang on, I might 
be able to tell you. He showed Let's what see. he showed what bottle it was. Okay. At the very end of the video. I have no idea what it is and I can't find How many times do you watch this? Yeah. I just watched it at lunch. Just taking notes. I actually I actually watched it at lunch when I was doing nothing else. Seems like a lot of work. Mo, why do you want to know? I don't know anything about tequila brands. Do you know anything about tequila no, brands? The, re- the reason I'm asking is because is this like a, you know, a flex, right? Oh, I don't think it's that big of a tequila. Well, yeah, because I don't even know tequila brands, to be honest with you. And to be honest, I don't know any good. I mean, I really wouldn't be able to tell you what's a good whatever from whatever. I, I really don't know. But I just think that, like, if it was, I'm assuming it was probably a Cuban cigar of some sort, Romeo, Partagas, whatever. It's unbanded. And then, you know, you throw on top of that, you know, some super expensive whatever. And. You know, you have yourself some... You know, you're going to start seeing every fucking guy who thinks he's a baller do it. That's kind of what I was asking. And so this past weekend, I did a Zoom call with uh, Oxford Cigar Company in uh, Orlando. And he had a bunch of, like, uh, people that, you know, like... It's like a cigar group uh, that people that, like, you know, know him and purchase from his store and all that. And there were people, like, from the U.K. on there, right? hmm yeah. And, dude, that was an awesome experience to be able to talk to them about cigars and, and getting, like, their experiences with cigar smoking. Yeah. And I'm, like, I just thank God that I don't live out there and I'm, and I'm a cigar smoker. Like, what a different culture. What a different experience. Um, not to mention the cost. Sure. Uh, we were, we were talking on the podcast about there's a Partigas Lusitania reserve. And that's, uh, I want to say a $300. I can't remember if it's a 300 pound cigar or a $300 cigar. Jesus. If it's a 300 pound cigar, it's roughly, it's close to 500 bucks then. But. Can you imagine buying one of those and it was like plugged? <laughs> You're not getting your money back. They are not switching that cigar out for you. Wouldn't imagine they would. Right? It better right, not you be plugged be for that high, price high either. If they do. Right. So they have like all these like clubs and private things that like, like cigar smoking is such a, from what I gathered, such a more formal experience than it is like going to a cigar shop in the U.S. and a dude showing up in his fucking you know sweatpants and t-shirt with a couple mustard stains on it and you know stop um, watching me in the lounge. Well, no, dude, I'm guilty of that too. I mean, I've gone to the lounge <laughs> straight from the gym. I mean, I you know, I mean, I, I'm offender number one, but I just can't imagine. I can't imagine that being. I don't know, man. Like, I just really feel like when you actually visit a factory, you go down there, you see what a humbling experience. And, like, you know, you're seeing people work on these cigars that it's really hard to be here. I've said this before. It's really, really fucking hard to be arrogant about it. I'll I'll never understand that. I really won't. Fair enough. Yep. But these guys were awesome. I mean, they were just, they were, they were, you know, making fun of the stuff and just real cigar people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And um, to see the enthusiasm for, for trying different cigars and, and wanting to try non-Cubans. And, and the one question I had asked him, because Drew seems to have much better luck with this than I do. I asked, I think there was three of them on out of the 12 people. I think three of them were from the U.K., and one of the, and I said, okay, when you guys buy a box of Cuban <laughs> cigars, 
what is the percentage that you believe you will not be able to smoke because you know you're not going to be able to smoke the whole box? And they all start laughing at the same time. And I'm like, oh, okay, so they get what I'm talking about. So the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, that's assuming we could afford to buy a box. (laughs) I mean, think about that, guys. I mean, how lucky are we to have such an amazing, like, mix of cigars that are affordable? Yeah. I mean, people want to complain and they want to say whatever. Cigars are expensive. And, yeah, I mean, I get it. But there are so many great cigars that are very affordable, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was funny. But then they answered it, and they said, look, you buy a box, you know you're going to have trouble with at least 40%. Wow. And there's going to be about 25% you just can't smoke. Think about that for a second. It's too many. It's pretty damn bad. You know, imagine somebody buys a box of Patina, a box of Tatawahe, a box of Luzioni, a box of Foundation, whatever, and you literally can't smoke a quarter of the box. Could you imagine if you went to a... Right. Or you go to a restaurant and 25% of the meals come out fucked up. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's just what it is. Pay me anyway. Right? <laughs> it's wild, man. It's wild. We, we, yes, we can't buy Cubans openly or, or whatever. I mean, bottom line is you can still get them if you really want. But, dude, we are very, very, very lucky. And especially, you know, with the looming potential massive price increases of cigars that they're trying to push through. Uh, we're extremely lucky. Yeah, so take advantage of it. I fucking hope not. It won't. Um, speaking of Zoom events, though, did you guys see that I'm going to be joining an event? Oh. You are? I'm going to join one. It's going to be exciting. Uh, on Wednesday, right after this comes out, uh, I'm going to join with uh, My Cigar Pack and the Hot Ticket Podcast. Hell yeah. And oh. we're going to be tasting it's going to be like a dozen people or something we're going to taste two different quesada blends and decide uh-huh. which one of them is going to go into the my cigar pack so that on wednesday awesome. seven eastern six central mm-hmm. join their youtube uh and check it out it's going to be nice. a bunch of us smoking cigars alex from my cigar pack well first of all hot ticket guys we talk, i mean everybody knows really cool dudes we've done stuff together but that dude Alex, <laughs> what, from what have you done with them is, but but alex from my cigar pack is probably one of the most legit dudes i've met in the industry like as um so i don't know Kyle, if you want to take a second we could talk about my cigar pack for those that don't know is kind of a monthly subscription right Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Patina's been in there a couple times um, he puts together some really really cool samplers uh, every month uh, has a couple different levels I think that you can do um, and also based on, on profile but really just a genuinely good dude and um, somebody I really like so I'm really that's pretty exciting man really cool It'll be fun. Yeah, we we'll get to smoke a couple cigars, hang out, shoot the shit, mm-hmm. talk about what we're what we're tasting, and mm-hmm. uh, you know it'll be good. What day and time and where again? Each other. Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, so that's the twenty second, at seven Eastern, six Central, and then do the math on the rest of the time zones. And uh, where? YouTube. I think YouTube. the Hot Ticket YouTube. Okay. Live. Right. Uh, oh. It, it could, I don't know if my cigar pack has a YouTube. So we're going to be able to uh, watch? You can heckle, yeah. Hell yeah. Now it just got better. <laughs> so did they already send you the cigars then? Yep. I got them hanging out in my, uh, in my humidor. You excited? Yeah, man. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Yeah, so I'm not sure if it's the My Cigar Pack YouTube or the... Hot Ticket YouTube. Gotcha. They both have YouTubes. 
I'm sure it'll be coming though. So that'll be fun. Awesome. Yeah, man. Have Very fun. Cool. Yeah, you know, I'll see if I can shout out Sultans or something. I told him I'd I'd talk about it on the podcast and give both of our listeners there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> both both of them too. Both, both of them. Both yeah, of our both, listeners. Both our listeners. <laughs> NC Yogi Moto Guzzi <laughs> VQ. Yeah, we have more than two. And <laughs> <laughs> we have people that pretend to listen so they can send us jackass questions. <laughs> like this one. <laughs> is Smokering Tyler just straight up blasting PEDs or is he built different? Was a question that was sent to us. Okay, so this is gonna lead me into a couple different things. Okay, um, who sent that question first? Uh Smoke Ring Tyler, Texas Tyler. <laughs> well, I guess they're technically both Texas Tyler. Um now, but Houston, Texas Tyler. Uh so he posts this he posts this in his story and he he had set a new personal best for his bench press and you know felt the need to fucking share it with everybody for some reason and um nah, i'm just kidding that's i was it was awesome man like i you know i mean the, the kids you know he's putting in work and i you know i always respect that it's not easy man it's not lifting easy the bar is a hard thing all right it is right um and so I just responded to his thing. I'm like, I'm like, Jesus, would you have a trampoline on your chest? And so Drew will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like those guys that like, it's not really a rep. It's more of like a, see how fast I can bounce it off my chest and get it back to the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, what do you have a trampoline on your chest? A little momentum. So he really didn't do that in the video. He, he goes, fuck. He goes, I knew only certain people would, would see that or comment on it. <laughs> and uh but he didn't really do it that i mean it wasn't i mean it was it was fine but it was um that's kind of where that stems from so tyler you are definitely not on fucking peds but still proud of you man keep doing what you're doing but maybe you could do better if you were on peds yeah oh well yeah what was his uh what was his max i think it was 225 that's nice i mean that's a good uh it's a good bench for anybody oh, yeah Fuck yeah, it is, man. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's weight, man. And then, so I, Drew, I don't know if you, have you watched uh, Ronnie Coleman, the King, the documentary. Yeah. Oh man, that was awesome. Good, I finally good, watched uh, it. Yeah, came out a few years ago, but it's good. For those of you who grew up. You know, we're, we're like, you know, in your teens, in the late 90s, early 2000s, and you were into working out. Um, Ronnie Coleman was like your, your fucking hero, man. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing but a peanut. Ain't nothing but a peanut. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> and like people, like you would hear people in the gym, like, you know, repeating what he would say. Oh, and, yeah. Um, it's unfortunate. Now he's in really bad shape, but... Um, it's probably the biggest human being. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Unreal. Now that we lost our two yeah. listeners. Yeah, Tyler, you are not on PED for <laughs> life, though. <laughs> but the opportunity is still there. Don't don't mm-hmm. give up on your dreams. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always uh, there's always your neighborhood uh, distributor ready to supply. All right. Uh, let's jump into some some Yogi questions. All right. Two questions from Yogi1966, uh, who we threw under the bus about stickers last time, I think. So mm-hmm. uh, where is the last place you would want to live? The last place? Gotta be like that, no, you know, North, South Dakota, Ooh. that stuff i was thinking like the desert somewhere <laughs> yeah it was like death valley or like the south pole yeah yeah Some i mean i, I don't know shit. i guess it was like yeah death valley i guess it's technically u.s but i was just thinking within the u.s probably chicago <laughs> ridiculous 
Well, good. Can you pass that along to the rest of the people from fucking Wisconsin? Because all I see on the weekend downtown is Wisconsin plates. It's so funny because everybody from Wisconsin goes there and everybody from Illinois comes up here. It's just like it's a not, caravan yeah. of people with boats and campers and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I believe Drew, it. Drew, where's the last place, man? Last place you'd want to live? Somewhere somewhere in the desert. I think I could handle some cold, but a deserty place where it's Even like... Even the dry heat? Can't see the dry heat? Yeah, it's still hot. Like uh, somewhere where it stays hot like all the fucking time <laughs> you don't like that or you do like that? no hate that dude if it's over a hundred for three months straight in the summer i don't want to live there it's legit three months of swamp ass is too much mm-hmm. what about you Kyle? i mean I lived in Mississippi for a while, so I'm going to say Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> I actually liked Oklahoma when I lived there. And, and most of that is because of Drew. You're welcome. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't bad. But, dude, I, I think... The one thing I would I, I don't think I could live in a, in a rural area again because I've done that and I didn't like it. Hmm. It's so quiet though. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I need action. I love the energy of. <laughs> I need of yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. You're, you're I mean, getting it from the hot ticket, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yogi, he needs action. Need action, man. I can't uh, can't do the uh, too quiet. There's a certain energy that just. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Yogi's other question is not much of a discussion question. He said, wouldn't it be funny if I was really MC6789? That'd be sad <laughs> for you. He'd be having weird debates with himself. Yeah. There would, there would definitely have to be some sort of mental health intervention there. Like another one in addition the one that both of those guys already need. Probably, uh, yeah. Fair enough. Well, you should love NC6789. He's pulling, you know, uh, Rambler guy KY trolling jobs on me with these PSLs. No, oh, I, I love these guys. These guys are like my favorites. <laughs> I have to give them shit anyway, though. Mm-hmm. They're getting you pretty good with those pictures right now. I mean, Rambler is, he's special. <laughs> he's got your number. I mean, that guy, he, he gets after it. Close uh, mouth, pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. Patina. Mm-hmm. Nice job. Can't, can't, uh, can't argue that. Nice. I love it, man. I mean, just the fact that somebody would think of that and to troll you with it, I think that's awesome. I really do. <laughs> There's like a whole industry to be gained here, right? Just have people yeah. troll you, but they have yeah. to buy your cigars to do it. Right. Yeah, it's not a troll if you're doing it with, like, <laughs> Macanudo. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. They're not going to care. They're going to be like, oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, God damn it. Yeah. Oh, man. There you go. Pumpkin spice patina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fifth anniversary special, I heard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Coming. You heard it here first. Incorrectly, but you heard it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, I gotta judge Drew. Get it. Alright, so this one takes a little explanation. <clears throat> So a team of research researchers, sorry, I have been drinking. A team of researchers noticed that humans are the only primates who punch when they fight, right? Nobody else does this, no other apes or whatever. Okay. So that made them study uh, about adaptations that humans might have to help them take a punch. One of the things they studied was whether beards 
served an evolutionary purpose in cushioning blows to the face during fights. They discovered that a beard could absorb 37% more energy and take 16% more force before breaking your bones than not having a beard. Interesting. How do you judge this research and those results? That's a huge waste of money. Somebody paid a lot of money to do this study. <laughs> but that's pretty interesting. I mean, oh. if, uh, if you're a guy that likes to fight, grow a beard. Big o, the bigger the better, right? I mean, bushier can take a little more uh, beating. So, uh, yeah. Fight and grow a beard. You're just going to do some beating around your bush. <laughs> <laughs> beating around your beard. Does that make you want to grow a beard? Uh, no. No, it doesn't. Did they say specifics on, like, how big a beard, how long, how... No, they didn't get into No that. details of I mean, the beard. Maybe, maybe they did. Yeah. They might have, but I guess I, I okay, didn't, you didn't read, read the full study. I read articles about the study. That's kind of interesting. As dumb as it is. <laughs> dumb as it is. Yeah. They, I mean, I, they won an award for how stupid it was, which is why I found it. Yeah, it's pretty dumb, but interesting at the same time. I, uh, <laughs> if you like to fight, grow a beard or I tell you what, if you're not very good at fighting, you should have a beard because your beard right. can take punches better than you can. Seems like it would be helpful in something like MMA, right? Yeah. Until somebody pulls it. <laughs> <laughs> Can do that? Catches on somebody's glove or something. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Speaking of boxing, I was watching, uh, or fighting, I was watching the uh, Muhammad Ali special by Ken Burns. Ooh, yeah. On PBS. Uh, I didn't get to finish it, but man, it's really cool stuff if you're... No, Ken Burns has done a lot of baseball stuff and things like that, but uh, he always does really, really good documentaries. Yeah, he's yeah, legendary. He yeah. So, yeah, it's good stuff, man. If any of you guys get a chance. <clears throat> Let me check that out. Cassius Clay. Um, he kick your ass for saying that? He would get upset, yes, back in the day. Yeah. There you go. If you could, okay, so here, here's a question for you guys. If you can go back and meet uh, somebody, like let's just say from the 19th century, so uh, keep it so it's not like ridiculous, but like let's say 19th century that has, is no longer with us, who would you go back and sit down with if you could? So, you know, the 19th century is <laughs> 1800s. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry, 20th century, 20th <laughs> okay. century. My bad, my cool. bad. Hmm. Uh, cigar people? Does no. it matter? Just anybody. Anything, yeah. The like, only criteria are no longer with us. Okay. I don't know. Winston Churchill might be kind of cool. Only because he mm -hmm. smokes cigars. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> hmm. You know what would be interesting to talk to and, and probably have some weird shit to say? would be Theodore Roosevelt. Mm. Ooh. I bet that guy would have stories for days. And he, he was a badass. Theodore. Theodore. Theodore, Theodore, not, 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 not Franklin Delano. Oh. Right. I mean, either one of them would be interesting, but Theodore was just, he was a fucking crazy motherfucker. Yeah, he was. He'd be interesting. 
What about you, Mo? I don't know, man. Really good question. Not sure. Not sure. Muhammad Ali would be up there. He would be up there. I don't know if he'd be the one, but he'd be up there. Um, JFK would be up there. Be a mind-blowing experience. Uh, uh, And similar to what Drew said, he was a cigar guy, so you could sit down and have a cigar with him. And uh, I think that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, it kind of be something along those lines. You know, somebody that that uh, really had an impact, um, more so socially, I guess, than than otherwise. But. Like, you could say Albert Einstein. Like, yeah, it'd be great to sit down with Albert Einstein. He's a fucking genius. But what are you really going to... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't really be able to probably relate to him much. But... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Muhammad Ali or JFK, probably, for me. There's a lot of interesting characters in that last hundred years there. Really was, man. Really, really was. Let's see what happens from here. It's only going to get yeah. weirder. <laughs> sure seems that way. There's a, a theory that that the Mayan calendar was right and that the world ended in 2012 and that we're in some weird-ass reality right now. Uh-huh. And every day I think there's more credibility <laughs> to that. <laughs> Crack ass theory. Mm-hmm. Is that right up there with the Earth is flat? No, this is way more likely. The Earth is obviously not flat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of another another explanation for what the hell's happened since 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I moved to Tulsa. That's the year I moved to Tulsa. <laughs> world is never the same (laughs) and it's funny because you can talk to anybody and Mm -hmm. this is one of those things that bridges politics and stuff right ask anybody if the world is like normal since 2012 they'll be like no what a (laughs) shithole oh man definitely since obviously 2020 right yeah but I mean before that too it's it's a bizarre, bizarre decade or so. For me, it was it was when the Cubs won the World Series. I knew something was fucked up. Alternate reality, man. This is a totally yeah, different timeline. Like, yeah, that was actually a pretty surreal experience, though. Even though I'm not a Cubs fan, that was that was pretty fucking cool. I mean, literally seeing people 100 years old that were waiting for that their entire life. Pretty cool. But, yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, man, I think those would be... Those are... Everybody we named would be pretty interesting folks. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Wait, who did you say again, Cal? Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, yeah, Theodore Roosevelt. Theodore. He's one of those people that I think most people can agree on as like a, a fascinating character. Mm-hmm. Are we going to roll into our five endings with Mono? Let's do oh, it, man. What do you got, Mo? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I had some stuff going into this, but then I forgot it. So. Cool story. <laughs> yeah. But smoke Maniac. I've been. Smoke Maniac, of course. Smoke like a Sultan. But I have been preaching this for a while. I will continue to do so. If there are cigars that you like, I would highly suggest purchasing those cigars. You mean right now, not like always, right? 
Well, yeah, I mean, in particular, like, um, supply chain issues are very real. Um, so, obviously, we're going into the holiday season pretty soon and all that, so, yeah. Are, are you thinking have months' worth of stock or have years' worth of stock? Well, yep. November is going to be a big month for Nicaragua because they have elections. You know, and I say that in quotation marks. Um, and nobody really knows what's going to happen with that. So that's kind of like a, a big variable right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, don't, I can't really speak about the Dominican stuff and all that, but I mean, everybody's back ordered very heavily right now. Um, so, which is fascinating because we keep seeing these new cigars hit the market. Um, well, it seems like every day, but yeah. So it's hard for people to probably think like, well, what's he talking about? Like there's new stuff coming out every day. Yeah. Those cigars have probably been ready for a while, you know? Well, and some of it too is it's going to be, probably hitting certain brands harder than other brands yeah of course yeah and and mm-hmm. i was gonna say if you're, you're a padrone fan you've probably noticed it's a little harder to find padrone right now than it has been yes it is absolutely yeah fuente as well um a lot of the boutique guys uh you know there have been some some stuff, uh, some guys saying that COVID's really starting to ramp up down there. Um, I haven't confirmed that yet, but uh, I probably will by tomorrow because I like to stay as up-to-date as possible on things, but um, yeah, man. There's definitely some some potential uh, hiccups along the way, so just saying. So get get you a few boxes of patina. Get you mm-hmm. patina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said whatever they like because there's a lot of good stuff out there right now. Yeah, you got a Connecticut, you got a Bono, mm-hmm. and you got a Maduro. Yeah. Come on. Shrimp, shrimp this, shrimp that. <laughs> <laughs> What's not to like? Come on. Now. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. That's that. There you go. There you go. Mo, what else you got? (laughs) That's it, man. Next Monday event in uh, Orange, California, Old Town Havana. Anybody that listens, there's still some tickets available. If you'd like to attend. really, really good. It's going to be cool, man. Yeah, he... uh, they set up a bunch of tables outside the restaurant, and uh, the cigar shop is right next to it. This is a Cuban and, restaurant, right, that we're right. talking about? Yep, Cuban food. Um, so, yeah, all the chairs are set out. You're, you know, you, you start smoking, whatever. They serve the food. You know, you eat. Everyone's talking, and you know, usually it's a nice night out. Uh, watch, it'll probably fucking rain with my luck, but, you know, typically it's nice. And, uh, yeah, man, it's cool. Really cool, uh, really cool atmosphere. We did it a couple of years ago and it was fantastic. So well done. Well done. And I wish, I wish more shop. And we talked about this, like when the customer is not committed to an event, it's not, the turnout usually isn't as as good if you if that makes sense. But like if you buy a ticket to something, you're more than likely to go, right? Yeah. I would hope so. Yeah. So and then there's an experience involved in it. You're getting food, you're getting free cigars, you know. Um so yeah. Yeah, those experiences seem to sell pretty well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if, like, it was a bigger brand, I mean, it would have been, I mean, if, it, if I was, like, you know, Drew Estate or something like that, it would have been sold out already. But, 
like when he does his thing at like Casa de Monte Cristo, I mean, you can't even get in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. So, it, it's, I think it's beneficial for retailers too, to be honest with you. But it does take more effort and it takes, uh, and, and you're going to turn walk, like walk-ins off probably, you know? For a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, but there's an advantage to it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're there, put some in a box and send it my way. Mm-hmm. The Cuban food, right? Or the cigars. You know, you take your yeah. pick. Nah, I mean, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Mo? That's it. Andrew's like end this No I'm waiting on his His next uh, something Nothing Nope I'm done Nope Just uh, glad to hear you better buddy That's it Thank you me too Next week then (laughs) Maybe Maybe not Maybe (laughs) We'll see We'll see Okay You guys have a good one Alright guys See ya Take care dudes Bye Later Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.